Hello and welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, author of How to Start a Side Hustle and resident business coach, serving you straight up business advice to help you start, grow and scale the business of your dreams. Hello and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford. And on today's episode, I want to recap a topic that came up a few times with my coaching clients this week. And it's always nice touching base with clients, especially when I get to work with them ongoing because I see the highs and lows of starting a business, working on a side hustle, concepting an idea from scratch. And yeah, I, I always reflect back and think if, if, uh, we're going through it as, you know, a, a partnership um, and I'm seeing it across the country or the world, the similar things, then chances are more people need to hear about it. So I'm going to give you some free coaching advice. <laughs> also, before we jump into it, I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who writes to me and tells me how much they love the podcast and how it's helping them. Uh, it really means a lot to me and I love hearing from you. I often am sitting in my lounge room like I am right now at 6.30 in the morning recording these. They get edited and sent out and I post about it on Instagram. And yeah, so it's really nice to see how they're you know, being received in the real world. So thank you. Um, always reach out. Love to hear from it from you about it. <laughs> okay. So I titled it the fear of the unknown originally, but I think it's about like, how do I know if my side hustle is going to work? How do I know when's the right time to either start it or when to kind of like give it more energy, time and focus? Maybe you're working on it on the side and you want to eventually make it your full-time thing. You don't quite know when the right time to do that is and how do you figure that out? So I guess it is a bit of the fear of the unknown and I'm going to jump in. I, to be honest, like I will never advise anyone as to, you know, when they should do that or I would never be the person that's like, take the leap <laughs> because that's not reality and we live in a world where we do have to pay bills and have responsibilities and some of us have the privilege to, yeah, not be able to have to do that to a certain extent and it's a different story, but for a lot of people that I come across, there is, you know, bills that need to be paid or, you know, kids to be looked after. So it's about figuring out th there's no right or wrong time. There's no definite that I can give you, which is probably why it's so anxiety provoking, right? Because we want somebody else to tell us. We want somebody else to make the decision to, you know, we want to outsource it because then we don't have to take responsibility for our life. <laughs> it's a bit of a hard truth. Uh, I mean, it's like that with, you know, getting a personal trainer or a naturopath who's like, you can't eat these things or whatever because somebody else is holding you accountable. And I think maybe that's why it's the scariest thing, right, is you have to decide what kind of life you want to live. You have to decide if you're happy, if you're happy with the way that your life is tracking, your career is tracking, what you're spending your days and your time on. And a lot of this was inspired by coaching clients who are working on their side hustles. They have been working on them with me for a while 
and we're developing them and it gets to this tipping point where they're like, I cannot stand my nine to five any longer. (laughs) It feels toxic. It feels, you know, like I'm bored there and I really have this urgency to make this side hustle work. And I remember that feeling. I remember when getting up to go to work became painful and your days dragged out and it was just like you kind of end up moping about it zaps you of your of your life force energy right and for me and i said this to a client earlier this week was you know there's some people who move away from pain they let things get so bad that they're like oh okay i'm finally ready that was definitely me where i was like i cannot go on any longer and some people who are maybe moving more towards inspiration or or aspiration so they're moving towards the joy um both are motivators you know there's a lot of research around that but both motivators, whatever's right for you. Do you move away from pain? And they can ebb and flow. There's times where you get excited by a project and that really motivates you. Um, But there's also times where it's just like, okay, enough is enough. And it might not be the advice that you want to hear, but at the end of the day, only you will know. Only you will know when is the right time when you've had enough, when your soul can't handle it anymore, when you're zapped of energy and maybe it's being reflected in your relationships and you finally get to that point of being like, okay, I have to do something about this. And for me, I've always put that down to like the time for me when I realized no one's coming to save me. I'm not a victim. I have the ability to take charge of my life and my career and my future. I don't necessarily know how it's going to work step by step. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's going to be what I think it is, but I know I have to do something to move in a direction of making my life and my career happier. And I'm the only one that can do that. You know, very rarely do we ever have anyone come and say, let's redesign your career. You look unhappy, you know. So it really is a personal responsibility and it's a hard pill to swallow when it's a lot easier to blame circumstances outside of you, but it'll well up enough in you. And whether that's, you know, starting a side hustle or making a significant change or or taking a leap to grow and expand your business because you've been doing the same thing over and over and you want to do something new. So once you kind of get to that point where you have that realization of like, okay, I'm ready. I have to do something about it. I'm going to give you some some tips and some hacks and just maybe some reflections about how I went through that and then how I help coaching clients through that. So the first one is realizing that there's no guarantee that it's going to work out. You know, there are so many variables as to what will happen next. You know, you can have the best business plan. You can have the best business coach, the best business idea. You can have all the money, resources. The best example of this was COVID-19. Some of the best people, creators in the world, Got still couldn't go on tour, were locked up in their houses. We were all on the even playing field of what we thought made us successful or valid um, got taken away. So there is no guarantee. Things will shift and change. And the quicker you get okay with that, the better because it's going to be like that throughout the entire process. Yes, 
there are things that you can create. You can create plans and we'll talk a little bit about that. You can master your mindset so that you don't get caught up in the highs and lows. You can get comfortable with not necessarily knowing. But if you're trying to make the perfect plan and guarantee that everything's going to be okay before you start, then you'll never start. (laughs) And I I see that a lot. Um, with people inquiring about coaching or even chatting to me on social media. It's like in conversation in real life as well. It's like, you know, once this and it's living in a fantasy world of a future that's never going to happen. Like change is the most certain thing that we can all hold on to is that things that are ebbing and flowing and changing and evolving to the point where like literally you know, the atoms that we are made up of are shedding our bodies and, you know, re-evolving into new things. And that's a whole nother topic. (laughs) But change is constant. There is no certainty. Things will shift. If you can get comfortable with that, then you're going to figure it out on the way because that's, I think, the skill that I haven't always been perfect at. Um, I'm still not perfect at and but I've learned that that's the best peace of mind. It's the best way to find solutions when things don't go to plan. It's the best way to pivot when global pandemics happen. It's the best way to keep myself inspired, to better show up for my clients and my business uh, and find new and exciting ways to challenge myself as well. So there's definitely no guarantee (laughs) that it's going to work out. And um, it really is about getting in the game and just starting. And once you start, you get data and you get input and you get information that you then have to have a, a level of flexibility with to be able to grow and evolve with the business idea or your plan. You know, I think if the biggest killer of dreams and plans is or is a business ideas is is holding firm to the first idea that you had and i've learned this many a times is ideas will come into my head and even you know whether it's, sometimes it's just making a, a podcast or an instagram reel and they might sit there for a while and it's like i can't quite figure out what i want to say or how i would like to use that piece of content or in what context And eventually allowing myself to sit with it long enough, ideas come in a perfect way or, you know, another piece of the puzzle lands and it fits perfectly together with something else. And it's like, great, that was meant to be. So having a level of kind of softness and open mindedness to your plan um, and being okay with the fact that it's not always going to be exactly as you planned. Uh, And if you really want this, then you'll start getting uncomfortable. You'll start <laughs> and you'll get you'll be okay being uncomfortable with not having, you know, all the answers from the get-go and you'll jump in and, and you'll figure it out as you go. And you have to be figure out what you can, what level of uncertainty you can be okay with because there's, you know, times in my life where um, I haven't been able to make plans, you know, in certain circumstances <laughs> and, there, it just the chaos of of not having a plan or an, or some level of known was too much for me, and I definitely learned to be okay with not always planning and being on top of time. Uh, but 
you know, there's a there's a fine balance between, you know, what is okay for me to have certainty about and maybe that's where your next paycheck is coming from, um, whether you can pay your bills, you know, whatever. Uh, and But it's going to be different for everyone, you know. So what level of uncertainty are you comfortable with? What level of certainty do you need? If you throw yourself and be like, yes, I can do this, I'm going to be uns- in the unknown uh, and it's too much too soon for you, then it's not conducive to creativity or action. It'll likely put you into fear and overwhelm and panic and stress and you won't be able to actually create your business from that space. Okay, so the other question that I get a lot around this is if you're working on a nine to five or, you know, even for me, I'm working on, you know, the stock standard things in my business. So it's coaching, it's content creation, it's podcasting, it's speaking gigs. And, you know, for any business, it's good to keep it fresh and and new ideas coming in, especially us creatives. So I often get the question is, how do you find the time, energy, and even courage to work on your side hustle or to, to carve out time when everything feels really full? And you're, you know, there's no time or you you get home from work and you're tired or, you know, maybe you're saving a little bit of money here and there and you can't quite afford to just, you know, get a bougie branding package or whatever. Um, what do you do then? And when I sat with this one, it's really coming down to like, why do you want it? Why do you want to start this business? Why do you want to start a new aspect to your business or a new project? And what's on the other side of that? And you really have to ask yourself, yeah, like what is it that I'm envisioning for my future? Because I really think that if you if you want to do it, you'll find the time, you'll find the resources. And it's just a it it sounds savage, but that's what I'm here for. <laughs> is that you will find it if you want it bad enough. You know, it's like I think every professional, you know, basic perspective on life is that people give energy and focus and attention and go to superhuman levels or even just discipline when they want something based on their values. And so, you know, I think maybe it's easier for me to say because when I started and I was moving away from the pain of my job, I was so connected to the feeling of freedom. I was like, there has to be a better way. I felt so trapped, so burnt out, so stuck that I was, I'd felt that pain so deeply that I was like, what's the opposite? I want freedom to my life. And I think I probably found examples of people who had created freedom and that was going to personal development courses, that was reading books, that was speaking to individuals who'd done it, um, listening to podcasts, like constantly just being like, if I can find examples of people who had created the freedom and, you know, their dream business and brought their idea to life, then it's possible for me. So kept investing in the future version of myself and evidence of where people had done it before so as to go, yes, I can do this. And, you know, I've been talking a lot lately about you can't be what you can't see. And so, you know, if you're going, if you find yourself saying, oh, I could never, or I don't know, it's not possible, go and find an example. I guarantee you somebody's probably done it before if not your exact idea, 
you know, there's they've created a startup from, you know, the uh, adverse situation or whilst working full time. Um, there's yeah, lot Gonzo Vino actually the podcast. If you haven't listened to that, is an incredible story of someone who's making the time. Like literally started a a wine company. Uh, it didn't go to plan at first. Went back to their full time job to keep so they didn't have to give up their side hustle and keep fun could keep funding it and growing it. And I love that story because it's like no shame in going back to a corporate job because you want this to work so badly. So I think it's about getting really real with yourself and, yeah, and asking yourself those hard questions. And, you know, you see it every single day. People, you can tell what someone values by what they wear, what car they drive, what food they eat, you know, what they do on the weekend, you know, uh, the house that they live in. It's all a sign of their values because they make the time and the energy to invest in those things because it helps them to reflect who they are and what they stand for, what they like, the life they want to be living, right? Uh, And it's the same with a side hustle. So if you're feeling like you don't have time, (laughs) go back to why you want, get real, get passionate, get excited, get like, and why does it need to exist too? What is on the other side of that? Really go deep. If you find that fear is coming up, so that's the other thing, fear, what about the fear that gets in the way? Ask yourself, is it real? Is this a real fear? Is this a fear that's putting me in danger and is requiring me, requiring me to step away from a situation that is dangerous or or scary or you know going to put me in harm's way or at risk? Or is it a fear that is challenging me to go into an unknown to create a new reality to be challenged to grow and expand. And, you know, I, I've i spoken about this before, but challenge fear can also be a sign of growth because you're stepping out of your comfort zone. And I think I did a podcast uh, a while ago about just start. It must have been like Christmas 2021, I think. But I remember going on this rant and it was just like, you know, fear is it feels so real in the body and it can really, we can really cling to it to justify our inaction. And I'm guilty of it as well, you know, but I think fear is a, you've got to get really real with it and get real with your relationship. And I are using it as an excuse or is it genuine? And again, back to point one is fear can be uncomfortable, but can you be okay being uncomfortable? Because it also has the ability to help you grow and evolve. And back to my point is that nature is all about, you know, that when things are being birthed, there is pain involved, there is discomfort, there is, you know, a feeling of, you know, will I survive this? And I think that's often what fear feels like. It feels like growing pains because you are growing. If you want something new that you don't currently have, then you have to leave your point A and move towards the unknown. And it's going to feel scary. It's going to feel like, you know, a seed bursting out of its shell and coming up through the darkness of the soil to find the light and then be a a fragile little, you know, 
um, seedling that has to, you know, survive the winds and and grow into its trunk and and really put its roots deep down into the earth and find nutrients in this new environment in a new way, in a new form. And that's what change in fear, you know, fear can be indicating that that's happening. You're in a transformation. Uh, Unfortunately, we live in a world where we would prefer our comfort zones. We don't want to be challenged on our opinions. We don't want somebody to give us a hard truth. We stay in our echo chambers of of being, you know, affirmed for our realities and our belief systems and our and our excuses, and you know that's also where people don't grow. It's where we we become stagnant. So, if yeah, it's and again, you will know, you'll know in your body when you hear these words coming out of my mouth right now. Whether you're like, yes, I'm definitely going to move through this fear, or, um, yeah, I'm definitely guilty of of letting it get the better of me. But you'll instinctively know and it just a, a good way that I personally do that is to go, is this like a crippling fear that's like, no, I don't need to put myself through that level of stress right now? Or is this a fear that is exciting and there's something on the other side of it that, you know, you're prepared to go, you know, just an image just came to my mind of like kind of jumping off a waterfall. You know, I I had uncles growing up as a kid who, you know, anytime we went on a bushwalk or an adventure, they'd find a waterfall and be like, all right, we're climbing to the top, we're going to jump. And, you know, growing up, going and doing that in my own environments now, what my uncles taught me was, yeah, you see this waterfall, you don't just get up there and jump, you check the surroundings, you might dive down and make sure it's deep enough that there's no logs or anything in the way, you check signage around there. You see if other people are doing it, you know, like you do your recce. Um, so it's a calculated risk, but it feels scary. You get to the top of there and you're like, okay, the only thing left to do is jump. Otherwise I'm going to have to climb back down, which is like kind of retreating back to your shit life, right? On the <laughs> And not chasing your goals. You have to climb back down the waterfall. It's kind of embarrassing. But in saying all of this, one of the quotes that I put in the book, and it's funny that this came up for me because I think I've read it a few times and I'm like, why did I put that quote in there? Um, But the quote was from Seth Godin and it was, we are humans, not machines. And I thought that was a nice reminder for this topic because yes, I can challenge you to step out of your comfort zone and, you know, identify whether it's fear and all these things. But at the end of the day, there is no cut copy. There's no exact formula that works for everyone. There is no course that you can take. It really is figuring out what's right for you and doing it in a way that suits, yeah, the the responsibilities in your life, you know, the conditions in your body around fear and unknown and taking risks. Everyone's different. Some people will jump off waterfalls. My partner probably wouldn't. <laughs> we had an argument, not an argument, discussion the other day about how when I was a kid, my little sister and I capsized a catamaran on a family holiday and we weren't wearing our life jackets <laughs> and the lifeguard came and rescued us and got us in trouble because our life jackets were floating away. And I was telling the story in hysterics and my partner was like, wait, I don't understand. Why weren't you wearing the life jacket? <laughs> Wouldn't that be the first thing you do? And I'm like, nope. Um, so everybody is different. You know, and so you've got to figure out what's right for you in terms of the risk. And it's funny enough, the end of that conversation, I was like, 
you know what, when we go on a family holiday and if you would like to put a life jacket on from the fe- from the get-go, I won't make fun of you. <laughs> um, all a bit of fun, but it's like her level of stress is that she probably couldn't get on the boat unless she was wearing it. Um, my level of stress is I'm okay capsizing the boat. So you've got to figure out what's right for you. You're a human and do it in small steps or, you know, whatever steps feels right. I think, you know, somebody listened to another podcast where somebody was talking about fear. One of our guests was talking about fear and and the risk that they take. And they got a, one of my coaching clients was like, you know, this is how I'm feeling and all these things are going on. And, you know, should I be doing this and that? And like, kind of like, and, and it's really normal to take a few steps forward and a few steps back and sideways and have a, have a break as well when you're starting your own business and growing it as well, you know? And they had this podcast in, in mind and were like, oh, but you know, that podcast, that person's voice about, you know, maybe I should just take the leap. And we sat down and we kind of did the risk assessment and we're like, actually, that's not right for you. That's not, you know, that's not you. That's, that The thought of you having to do that right now is creating huge amounts of stress and anxiety and putting you too far out. So, you know, that's, and I think it's really important because, and I want you to do the same for my advice. Not everything is gospel. Not everything suits you. Not everyone's circumstances are the same and not everyone can handle you know, a certain discomfort in their body. And that's just our nervous systems from past experiences and how we grew up and, you know, the everyday stresses or responsibilities in our life. So staying in tune with what's right for you, the right amount of risk is always going to be the most important. Um, But giving it um, energy and focus and and giving it uh, a step-by-step plan. So um, I always use the saying, what you focus on expands and, you know, to another client the other day we are talking about when you finally are ready to give it laser focus and you might get to that point where you're like, okay, like I've got to make this work. You, you have to start giving laser focus. And, you know, I use the analogy of looking down a hallway and there's like, you know, the, a door at the end of it. And there's maybe like, you know, seven or eight windows on the side with light coming in, drafts, you know, they're open. And as you're kind of walking down, they're all like your exit strategies or your distractions or your backup plans or your self-doubts. And you've got to close those windows along the hallway to keep you moving. Otherwise, you'll, yeah, you'll get distracted and stop and look at the view or you'll, you know, get a big draft of wind that might suck you or knock you over or blinded by a light coming through. So closing those windows and really just laser focusing on where you're heading down the other end of the hallway um, and preserving your energy and and you do get rewarded. And the client and I the other day were talking about this of like, it's so hard to explain and I doubt it as well, but like really energetically backing yourself. And I remember Tony Robbins used this. I mean, a lot of people do use it, but what would you do? What would what would your business or your life be like if you like ten times it, ten x it? I think he called it. But like, what if you gave it ten times more energy and focus? What would that look like? And it's like, are you really giving it your best shot? Are you really giving it your all? Are you really committed to making this a reality? And you'll know that. 
but when you close some of those distractions and you give laser focus, there is an energetic reward and things do start to happen because you you think differently, you act differently, you give off a different vibe that people start to take you more seriously and you take yourself more seriously. Okay, so the other thing I was going to say, last two points, always get an outside perspective, um, just people who can give you, often we spin our wheels and you'll catch yourself procrastinating and you know planning and planning and planning, waiting for it to be perfect. Just if you catch yourself doing that and you're frustrated, just get an outside perspective as quick as possible. Call a friend who's in business, ask a a potential client or customer, get a coach, get a mentor, ask somebody who's got experience or who wants what you have. It's honestly, I do it all the time. It's one of the freshest things um, and the quickest things to get out of your own head. The number of clients that I have that are like, give me these big brain dumps of, of their ideas or what they've been working on. And like within the first, you know, few minutes of a coaching session, I'm like, okay, bang, 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 bang. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, I've been working on this for a year and like, you've just like distilled it into this like tagline and and next steps. And it's like, thank you so much. You've made so much sense of everything. And I'm like, yeah, because we spin in our heads and we overthink things. And it's like, as soon as somebody sees, especially somebody who's trained and, you know, their job is to see it clearly and see a plan and, and get rid of the fluff, the quicker you'll you'll get moving and get out of your own way. Okay. The last one is how do you find inspiration and motivation um, to get up and to go? And I had this recent experience where I have got a grant through Screen Australia and Meta, aka Instagram, and I have been asked to make some content for them, which you'll see coming soon. And it was really interesting because I applied for this grant. It's all about showcasing First Nations people. And, you know, at the time of getting, it took me a long time to get the application in. And then I had to do a three-day workshop. And at the time of that, I was like, oh, this, I don't know whether I have time to do three-day workshop. And eventually I was like, no, I'm going to clear my diary and I'm going to do it because it's nice to be, you know, somebody else to have an outside perspective on my content and and to learn and to grow. So um, it was good to be a student in the classroom. But what I realized is that I needed to sit and receive and get that information. And the project that I'm working on, it's not so different to Startup Creative that it's, you know, completely distracting me. It's actually complementing what I do as a coach and, you know, as a content creator. And But this fresh outside perspective of people from Instagram giving me advice on how to grow my Instagram, how to create content, how to engage, you know, all of these tips – some of which I knew, but some just like refreshing to hear it from outside and to get an outside perspective on my business as well and to re- to apply my skill set to a small project. So to create storytelling of, you know, which is what I do on the podcast and my magazine and my clients. Um, but to do that in an Instagram real platform with the support of Screen Australia and Meta who helped to challenge me to, you know, grow and expand that skill set for me. 
and yeah, not just do it in, in my little small startup creative world of sitting at home, just doing it solo all the time. And also being held accountable, knowing that I have to deliver this and have a deadline, um, has been really good for me and also has inspired me to, to come up with a, uh, coaching academy, which I'm going to be launching in 2023, which is pretty much, um, it's going to be a very similar layout to what I've just experienced because I saw results and I was like, this is genius. You know, like you can have a set amount of time to get in and almost incubate a skill set and be held accountable to get an outcome. And the way that it's shifted and expanded me feels lasting rather than, yeah. So I'm excited to work on that. I think I'm going to call it the business foundations. So stay tuned. Anyway, moral of that story was that I needed the fresh perspective. I needed a fresh project and the motivation that I've had to, like it feels like I'm writing my book again and I feel really inspired and I've been snapped back into just, yeah, energized by work. And I really wasn't there before this project and I, you know, was in a bit of a like, oh, just kind of like looking at the to-do list, trying to get shit done every day. Um but realizing that, yeah, doing something that inspired me that was a little bit different, that wasn't just me in my own little, you know, box every day getting stuff done, the same of the same. So if you're feeling like you're just, you know, uh, ticking away at your business and you're getting a bit bored or stagnant or then I challenge you to apply your skills to a new project or to somebody else's project um, or find a way to refresh and, and ha- be a student um, or put yourself in a new environment. I uh, highly recommend it. Completely kickstarted my motivation and inspiration and opened my mind to a whole, you know, wealth of things that I want to work on and keep growing and expanding in. So it's been very inspiring for me. Um, and I look forward to teaching you and sharing you guys all of that information as well. Okay. I hope that helps. Uh, let me know how you go. If you haven't already, it would be fabulous if you could leave a review, a uh, rate and review. Is that what you do? Yeah. Um, on the podcast app on iTunes, I think it is, but yeah. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Um, get out there, challenge yourself, but most importantly, I think tune in with what is right for you and act from that place challenge yourself um, but also be kind and gentle all right guys have a fabulous day enjoy the podcast and let me know how you go